like Yoda's death rattle is the RuPaul's Padres punk band name. Like if we were to start a band, it would be called Yoda's death rattle. It is a period of civil war. Welcome to the podcast within a podcast, Rogue Ones, where Ali, Jess, and Noah have gone rogue to talk about Star Wars video games. Um, to kick us off, I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on TikTok at the Jewish Jedi. And our like opening question thing is just what was the first Star Wars video game you ever played or have like significant memories with? For me, that is the original Lego Star Wars game, like the one that was just the original movies. And my fondest memory of that by far is all of Yoda's death scenes because <laughs> he makes his horrifying cry every time. And it's so fucking funny. Oh you know what I hate is the fact that I was also going to say Yoda's death rattle is my memory um i guess i will go now my name is ollie my pronouns are they them you can find me on social media at ollie fresh fresh with the ph and the first video game star wars video game that i really have deep memories with was lego star wars same same game as noah um what's also very funny i was literally just talking to my girlfriend right before we started recording about how funny lego yoda's death noise is um here actually i can pull it up let me just play it real quick for our listeners (laughs) (laughs) i'm period my favorite video of the yoda death rattle is the one where he's on a tractor and he rides the tractor (laughs) into like the swamps on dagobah and just explodes (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, hi, I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them, and my social media is at Kawaii Jessio on TikTok and Twitter. And uh, my first like Star Wars game that I ever like played, like memories of that. Um, like I've said multiple times before, I'm like a newer Star Wars fan, so I don't have like childhood memories. So these are memories from literally just earlier this year um but the first game I actually played was KOTOR I didn't finish it I haven't finished KOTOR but I started playing and um was immediately like what the fuck because this guy that you like bond with oh god why did I do that sorry (laughs) Uh, this guy that you bond with immediately in the tutorial like level as the ship is blowing up. I was just like, yeah, he's my friend. And then he, he fucking dies. So it's just like, no. Sorry, the spoilers for KOTOR. <laughs> but hey the tutorial man a game dies. Been out for the better part of two decades. But just <laughs> to make sure. Spoilers for the first two minutes of KOTOR. <laughs> It's giving very much spoilers for the Torah, but if you guys don't remember. Not having to listen to our entire backlog. Thank you guys so much for bearing with us. Um, we are doing another Rogue Ones this week to talk about Star Wars video games. Um, we are going to be back next week with a regular episode of Rupalp's Pod Race, where we are going to talk about visions, and then we're going to have a much more solid release schedule, but... We really appreciate you guys bearing with us for the last uh, little bit. But yeah, we're here today to talk about what a lot of you have actually asked us to talk about. Um, We're going to talk about video games in Star Wars. Not in Star Wars, but video games about Star Wars. 
There are. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I know that food is canon in Star Wars. I actually don't know if video games are. I mean, what but... is Dejaric if not a video game? But I don't know. If, that's like that's just like chess. That's with like yeah. Stuff. Well, okay, but, but it's just like virtual chess. Okay, is that not just League of Legends? <laughs> I'm not. No, listen, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, listen, listen. I'm gay. I'm not gay enough to have played League of Legends. <laughs> I actively refuse to play League of Legends because all my friends play. I have not played League of Legends, but I'm pretty sure it's just like chess. But I'm just saying, I, I do it's a think... strategy game, no. but I don't think it's the same. Wait, like Dejaric, if we consider Dejaric a video game, then that would make Chewie a gamer. That also makes Omega what a gamer. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my god, that's here, the here's my thing that's... that I would I would kill for now. One, I want. Uh, Overwatch and Star Wars because then I can hear <laughs> Omega do a Tracer impression. I do think that um, there's a number of characters who would wear a professional gamer t-shirt. Cal Kestis is one of them. Actually, wait. Cal Kestis would not be a professional gamer, but he would be like uncomfortably involved in the world of esports. Like he'd know the teams and their names and yeah. who plays on them. You know who I think is a gamer? Uh, Matt Martin. Martin Madden? Matt, Matt Madden, sorry. Mark, Mark Madden. <laughs> Let me say oh, that again. No. Mark Madden. Yeah, go, go for it. Sorry. I I'm fake fan. I think it's okay. Mark, Martin and I are the same person and I forgot his name. Sorry, Mart. I think Mart would be a gamer. He screams like, like you he, know he when... screams like gamer who it yells at his mom for coming in and being like can you stop playing Minecraft and go to bed? He's like that video of that kid who's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm playing Minecraft. He's also like, when you when they're first introduced to him, I'm pretty sure he's like looking at some other like kind of thing, but it does kind of look like he's playing like a, a video game, to be honest, yeah. when they first meet him. I think also we are missing out on the fact, one of perhaps, I think, I do think that had Anakin Skywalker not been a Jedi, he would have been a gamer. Um, he was into pod racing so exactly. no he just doesn't he not have the type of like that like slightly toxic gamer guy who you know is like he's nice but every so often he'll say something and you're like whoa i do love the idea of keeping this except for padme is the senator and anakin is her professional gamer boyfriend like <laughs> they go back to naboo for like a family dinner and they're like, so Padme, what does your boyfriend do for like a living? And, and she's like, he is a professional Twitch streamer. I do like the idea of him being a Twitch streamer and Ahsoka stream sniping him. Um, I think that's okay. Also, the idea of um, like uh, Dooku hounding his comment section and like just being like, you suck, noob get good and Anakin that's what causes him to go to the dark side because Palpatine was like Dooku you need to go harass him in his Twitch you need to go troll this boy please yeah but um I also I'm pretty sure actually in Thrawn Ascendancy like on Chiri's little iPad that she has like little little ipad games except she uses like the blocks or whatever to like make pictures instead of actually playing the little games she has she has games on her iPad on her quest. My concept, uh, my my concept is that all the you know how all the clones have those pretty little data pads that they carry around. 
I would like to propose that they don't have any actual information. They're just all playing Frogger. Like that's all that they're for. And they are constantly carrying these into like literal war zones to play Frogger. The, okay. So I do believe that Cody is a Candy Crush player. Like a mom who plays so Candy Crush. He's through the whole game twice. Yeah. He's the person who like, I don't know if you guys remember, there was this story a while back about this woman who was like an older woman and she finished all of Candy Crush and emailed the developers and was like, can you please make more levels? And they were like, oh my God, how did you get this far? That's Cody. Literally, um, I do want to pivot onto just like just to set some stuff up of like so here are I've played a lot of Star Wars games because I just play a lot of video games in general, outing myself as a hashtag gamer, but that's G-A-Y-M-E-R. Um I did play Fallen Order, but the first game I played other than Lego Star Wars was the Force Unleashed games. Have either of you played those? No. Okay. I have not, but I know I know a little bit about it, so please. Please so here's my thing about the Force Unleashed games. Um, Sam Witwer is a wonderful voice actor, just not here. Um, he spends the better half of these two games, like, grunting an uncomfortable amount of times. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time he takes a hit, literally he's like, ah! Like, he, like, yells at, like, the slightest movement, and it's the funniest thing in the whole fucking world. And in the Force Unleashed 2... Um, there is a, there's cheat codes for that game and the cheat code for the clone or for the stormtrooper armor that you can wear is TK421, which is Tarkin's boyfriend (laughs) from a certain point of view, like literally that, and that game came out, I believe before that book did, I actually don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it did. Um, and you can put that in and have it there. And also, also there's Boba Fett armor, uh, in the second Force Unleashed game. (laughs) Which makes me feel insane because you can run around in Boba Fett armor with two lightsabers and force sensitivity. Oh, I need to um, count Ollie for a second because I they did. decided that they didn't know that Sam played Starkiller. It's okay, Ollie, because I didn't know either. Well, because here's the funny Look at thing. His character model. There's the funny thing too. Well, that's the thing. Who do you think I am? Some sort of gamer who plays <laughs> decanonized game. I'm just kidding. Obviously. Um, there's been a lot of discourse about this actually lately is like the value people put on legend stuff because obviously there are a lot of like deep legends fans who can be really toxic um, which I think is the case about anything um, but specifically there are a lot of like Star Wars legends fans who are pretty toxic um, and it's like oh you're a Revan fan or you're a Starkiller fan like you must be toxic that's obviously not true like there's plenty of people who have such a deep connection to these characters and good for them like I'm happy that they do that I think it's unfortunate that a lot of those characters have been twisted into a sort of toxic, like, red flag. Um, but good for you if you stand them. Um, also, I do think it's... It, the, I have just been confronted with the fact that the idea of people being like, yeah, we need a star killer show and have him played by Sam Witwer. And he shows up and someone's like, dang, you sound just like this one Sith Lord. Um, but specifically after he got his legs cut off. <laughs> I... <laughs> I can't. The, uh, the sentence that just entered my brain was like, yeah, his voice changed. He got neutered. That happens. It's called bottom surgery. I fucking hate you both. I Here's my thing, too, about Starkiller not being canon. Um, I, I love the character, I do. But it's for the best. Because 
he's so insanely stupidly written like this man fully is like yes i have all the dark side force abilities no i have never trained with any of them we exist like the last level of that game spoilers for spoilers for the fours unleashed 2 does have you fighting like hordes of ice zombie clones that you then have to throw at darth vader that's my that random insane that game. But also, wow, I can't believe Starkiller is a boy boss. Good for him. I agree. I do believe that Starkiller is a boy boss from what little clearly I know about him. <laughs> um, he does hit fiddle the boy boss criteria. He also just yells a lot. So we have that. <laughs> See, that like, what are, that's boy boss criteria, I, boy boss behavior. Here's the thing. I would actually buy that Kylo Ren is more closely related to Starkiller than he is to Leia or Han based on the sheer amount of uncomfortable grunting he does when he's upset. (laughs) I guess, do we want to talk about some of the other some of the other games? Um, Yeah, of course. (laughs) um, One I will also bring up, I think one we're really going to talk about a lot is Fallen Order because that one I think is probably one of the meatiest star wars games and it's one of the most recent and i believe one of the only like not the only one because we have a couple others but like one of the few canon games um i believe the only other two canon games right now are squadrons and battlefront uh battlefront 2 i don't think the first battlefront is canon anymore oh I know that the new Lego Star Wars is coming out as canon because they have a picture of Cody and Cody and Obi-Wan in their gay little sand hut. So that one is canon. I don't want you to forget that. Well, listen, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers for A New Hope, but that did happen in A New Hope. So, so that is that is canon. Yeah. Um, but what's cool, I did want to highlight, I won't talk too much about Squadrons because I know it's like a pretty niche. It is a flying game. Um, it is canon and I have, I have played it because I have a deep appreciation for flying simulators. Um, but I do want to let you guys know as my pitch for it, it's really fun. It has good controls. Um, Harrison Dula is in it. Wedge Antilles is in it. Um, it also does have a, a gay character who has a partner. Um, he is an Imperial. So that's fun. However, it does also have a non-binary Mary Allen who uses them, they, them pronouns played by an actual non-binary person. So, and they're a pilot and they are force sensitive. They're very epic. Um, Anyway, I did. That's okay. my little pitch for if you want to play Squadrons, I recommend it. So here's the thing: um, I downloaded Squadrons a month ago. I opened it. I played the first level, and then I put it down because I was like, "Never mind." I have just been convinced to play the rest of this game based entirely on the things you just told me. Like, because I'm not really into flying sims. Like, I just they're not my thing. But uh, I will play it to see Harrison Dula show up. Yeah, she's not in it, like, a lot, but she is, like, a quest giver. So you do, like, interact with her a pretty decent amount. Oh. And, like, Wedge is there, and Wedge shows up, and he's like, yeah, Hera is whatever. And he's, like, talking about her. And I'm like, oh, my God, Phoenix Squadron, I love, you're here. <laughs> I love fucking Harrison Dula, quest giver. That sounds like such a good title. Quest giver Syndula. My icon. Yeah, but Squadrons is Squadrons is pretty cool. I think like I think it has its its limitations, but also I think we do need to keep in mind it is primarily a flight simulator. I think for what it is, um, the dialogue is really charming and the characters are very fun. Like I genuinely do think it's a really like cool addition to the Star Wars universe. And I'm excited to see them like 
branch out and make different types of games. I know that, you know, flight sims, that's certainly not a new thing for Star Wars, but one that's like this in depth, I think is really cool. I do think that's part of the reason that Fallen Order was so uh, like, not big, but like, I think enticing was that this is Star Wars's, Star Wars's, yeah. This is a uh, Star Wars like first venture into like a Soulsborne typed game. Uh, it was not nearly as punishing as a Souls game, which thank God, because like I, it took me 99 hours to be Bloodborne and I almost cried like four times. Um, but the mechanics are there. And what I, I think what I liked a lot about Fallen Order, like just from a like gameplay standpoint, it feels really fun to play. Like using the force and using a lightsaber in that game. I was like, I like the number of times that I booted up that game just to sit there and like turn his lightsaber on and off and just like watch that happen is truly problematic of me. Like, I think that mechanically that's what's so fun about it. Uh, but I also just like the game a lot and I would love to like, to chat about her, <laughs> my, my bestie fall in order. Yeah, she's really, she's really cool. Um, I like her a lot. Um, yeah. End of discussion. No, um, yeah, the episode's Fall- over. Play the outro. Um, what I do really like too about Fallen Order, though, is it really does feel like they understood what people wanted in a Star Wars game. Like they weren't, in my opinion, they weren't like over ambitious, but they definitely like they had the right amount of stuff. And I think that there's stuff in there that you could say like, oh, I would have liked for X, Y, Z or whatever. But they're, for their first real like foray into that style of game, I thought it was really well done. It's fun to play. You know, the story's really interesting. All of the characters are really compelling. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, mark me down as a fan. I, I also really liked Fallen Order. It is the only Star Wars game that I have actually fully completed. Uh, but I think I just really liked it because I am more of a fan of like story-driven games. Like, I, I don't come to play games because I want to actually play a game. I'm just invested in the stories of things. And I liked Cal's little story of like, Oh, here, here I am, this this teenage boy having to to deal with my past trauma of what happened after the war. And I yeah, I also really like the characters. They're they felt very fleshed out and actually like people to me. Um, not not saying that some of the other characters in some of these other games don't feel like people to me, but I don't know. That's why I haven't finished Kotor yet, but that's another story. I think, no, I think you're right about that, though. I mean, part of the, because I'm the same way. I really only like games of their character base. And if they're not, like Bloodborne, for example, is not actually a character-based game. So you you would catch me, like, making up character stories about what was happening because that's just how I like to play a game. Um, what I was surprised by with Fallen Order, like, very pleasantly, was that I actually bought everybody's individual motivations for, like, why they did what they did which is rare for me in any narrative to be like, yeah, I actually buy that. But like, um, I actually, we, we probably should actually spoiler mark this discussion because this game is fairly new. Um, but like Trilla and Sarah's relationship is so interesting because Trilla is one of the few evil characters that I genuinely was like, now wait a minute. Um, I think she has something to say here. Like there's this really haunting line 
where Cal and her are first meeting each other, like face to face. And um, Cal's like, I won't let you touch them. And all Trilla says is, I thought the same thing once. And that's the end of their conversation. And like, you just really get the sense that she's doing what she's doing for actual, like not valid reasons, but you get where she's coming from. And I really, uh, I liked her character a lot. Even like Masana Tide, the ninth sister, like she spends almost the entire run of her character on screen as like the angry large woman. Um, but she, in the end, literally has like several lines about the trauma that is done to her to cause her to become an inquisitor. And you're sort of like, oh shit, like I'd even believe, I'd even want to like talk to you about your life story. And I thought you were an asshole for the majority of this game. Uh, ninth sister, I could fix her. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I do agree. I think that Fallen Order is one of the really good examples of like Star Wars actually handling the fallout of certain situations. I think a lot of the time, and this is obviously by virtue of the fact that a lot of stuff happens like in the context of a movie or of a major event. So you don't really get a lot of that time to like watch these characters deal with and process their trauma. There's some of that in some of the shows and there's some of that certainly in the books. Um, but I think that Fallen Order really was, it did a really good job of saying like, hey, Cal's like, Cal has a realistic motivation for being a little, uh, you know, traumatized. But also like the villains are very compelling and like Noah said like their motivations are well written so even though you're not supposed to agree with them and you don't find like they're obviously doing the bad thing like there's no point where you're supposed to be like maybe they're right <laughs> but they are still really compelling and the points they are making make sense in the context of their character and with what they have been put through um, I think that is like really stands out with Trilla because at no point am I like, oh, Trilla's Trilla's maybe secretly the good guy in this, but I am like, she is a poor little meow meow. No, just slash J. I'm just the kidding, way I knew but you were gonna fucking say that. <laughs> listen, I feel like Trilla is more of a poor little meow meow than a lot of other characters. I don't think that she fully fits the poor little meow meow um, criteria, which we've talked about before. I believe that in order to be a poor little meow meow, you have to have a moral struggle. You can't be a fascist, and you cannot be in control of any given situation. Yeah, um, I feel she like unfortunately falls under fascist. Yeah, like so I don't. Can't be one. Like, I don't believe she personally, like, believes in fascism, but she do be working for the Empire, though, which is not great. I honestly like the, I, I think that Sarah is one of the most fascinating characters in all of Star Wars canon. Uh, and what I love about this game in particular, the way that it explores what the Force is to different people is so, so, so interesting. Um, I also just love, though, that Cal and Sarah are both recovering from the same set of trauma and the same event in very different ways. And I like that a lot, that it was sort of an exploration of that. I think also, I mean, the reality is that unlike a show or a movie, a video game is literally an empathy machine. Like it puts you directly in control of a character's actions and motivations for however long you're playing it. So you're going to start feeling for them. I have never actually felt the tragedy and trauma of Order 66 more than when I was playing as Cal having to like go through that. Especially because, and fuck the writers for this, they have a little moment where he like high fives his clone commander while going to training and then like 
under 10 minutes later, that guy is trying to kill you. And you just have to be like, okay, sure. We're, we're just going to go with that. Um, and I also, uh, I could talk about this game for like eight years, but the other big thing that I like is that neither Trilla nor Masana Tide are redeemed at the end of their respective arcs. Uh, the Nine Sister, less so obviously, but like Trilla's last line being Avenge Us. And like, she's admitted that her way of thinking is wrong, but she has not like made a redemption arc. Uh, and I think that that was really important. I wish her character had lived so she could have like started to do that. But that was a really like great place to end her in that point in the story, I think. Oh, Darth Vader, my fucking enemy. That was terrifying. Oh my God. Was anyone else like fucking shook when that happened <laughs> no. the first time? When Darth Vader showed up, and there's no health bar I was like okay yeah, well. I was like what the fuck do and I'm do? like well here's the thing too I'm like I do have I have seen Star Wars before so I know that Darth Vader doesn't die on this underwater base um so I know that I am not going to win any fight I really did for a moment when he showed up be like is the entire cast of Fallen Order gonna die and Fallen Order 2 Literally. is gonna be like Fallen Order 2 is gonna be Grease and Marin just like hanging first out of all, first of all Grease and Marin buddy comedy when period um, I, I would watch that the idea of the two of them being like well we need to save <laughs> we need to like we need to save the galaxy now that our force sensitive besties are gone <laughs> now that they were put down by Darth Vader um but no I really did genuinely for a minute I was like dang is Calcast is about to die this is a really interesting character and I feel like they did a lot of work on this. It'd be really a shame to see also him go. the way that Vader just like yeets Sarah into the into the fucking void. I was like, is she just dead now? Like, yeah. are, are we just, I spent the entirety of the remainder of the level before she shows back up being like, she just died. Yeah, like, I was just like, I thought that she, he came and killed fucking Sarah and, Not <laughs> and mis- Trilla. Misogynist God. Darth Vader? He would never. <laughs> Darth Vader respects women. That's one of his crowning traits. Back and just like Anakin, respect women. If she had said that when she went to go stop him at Mustafar, he probably would have listened to her. Anakin, you're not respecting women, and he would have been like, "Oh, oh no!" Padme oh, shows shit. up. Sorry, Padme. Padme shows up at Mustafar with a sippy cup full of respect women juice and is like, you forgot to drink this today. She puts it in his Snickers and she's like, have a Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. With my encounter with that end scene of Fallen Order of, you know, Trilla gets killed by fucking Vader. And yeah, there's no health bar. I did get killed by him like three times before I figured out what the fuck I was supposed Same. to be doing. I was just like, do I just... Do I just get killed? I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Help. That was actually a struggle of mine throughout the game. Is like, I'm not good with like more like free roaming games, which this wasn't entirely free roaming. There was like quests that you were supposed to go on, but you could kind of just like go in whatever order you wanted. And I was just like, don't do this to me because I am stupid. I am going to get lost. And I did get lost several times. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. I was just going to say my um, my biggest complaint about this game is the complete lack of fast travel to anywhere other than planets. I was just about to say the having to walk back to the Mantis after you finish the mission. Yeah, it feels oh like it feels like it's like thing. a walk of shame. I'm like, Marin's like, I'll meet you back at the Mantis. And I'm like, well, I'm going to walk there. I'll see you in a I minute. Gotta get a, I'm going to get attacked by things and you're just going to. 
also okay. me, I guess. When you're I, walking me. back from Dathomir and you have to run past, and all the Night Brothers respawn, and you have to run past, and you're like, I'm so sorry, Kings. I'm so sorry. Also, the way that they all yell at you when they're like, Interloper. And I'm like, look, I'm just trying to get back to my ship, please. Can someone but please like, tell me the way I'm stuck on this underground level and it's so dark? The, the thing is, I've so I've played games in like this genre before. I, I mentioned, not to like, not my, my gamer clout, but like I have played Bloodborne. It's a very similar concept that I don't know what it is, but like, you would go down a pathway and then you would just have to go through like the rest of the level to get back to the place you wanted to be. And I like, and the thing for me is I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. Like the game says I can turn left or right, but one of those is the correct way. And one of them is a side mission. And I want to do both of them right now. So I would like pick a direction and go through the whole thing and then come back and do the whole other thing and then progress. Like that was my horrid strategy. I don't know why. Um, like, I like open world games, but yeah, a lot of the time I was like, wait, I have to walk back to my ship. I walked like 18 miles in this game. Please let me die. Yeah, fun stories when I was playing and before, like, it was close to like the final, like, oh, you got to go to the, the base. And then I had already gone like Marion. So we're just like, yeah, we got to go to the base and, and, face off against trail I was like let me go find some collectibles that I missed actually sorry guys and then I did get lost for like an hour I was like I can't find the mantis how do I I need to leave they're counting on me no other way no other way I was literally unmuting to say Grease come pick me up I'm scared I love that for us (laughs) um yeah I do love also, this is a scene that I think we often forget about when people talk about Fallen Order. Um, <laughs> there is a scene where Kel does get kidnapped because Grease yeah. has beef with someone. Yeah, he has um, like gambling debts or whatever. This, this is like that meme where he calls and he's like, I have your son. And Grease is like, I don't have a son. And he's like, then who's this Who's this redhead who keeps asking for his droid? And he's like, oh, they have Cal. <laughs> like, I... Oh, I the way I do have a screenshot of me in that arena beating a droid called Bagonk because I thought that was the funniest <laughs> droid name I'd ever seen. It was just like a beefed up like gonk droid, I'm pretty sure. Bagonk slash gonky when? Fucking I can't with y'all. Gon- Bagonk is dead, so <laughs> Yeah, we murdered him. Um I Well listen, Bad Batch takes place what in in uh oh, 19? Is- it takes place before, yeah. so oh there's God, that why- could be what is that is Gonky. No, Gonky would never become I would, evil. Yeah, I would Gonky never... has fallen down a path that we can't follow. <laughs> Wrecker, POV, Wrecker comes to kill Cal Kestis because he murdered Gonky. Oh my god, wait. No. Okay, the next season of The Bad Batch is literally going to be the plot of Revenge of the Sith, but Gonky is Anakin and he becomes Bagonk and um, AZ is Padme. <laughs> the idea of AZ doing his like gay little float over to gonky and be like gonky please gonky, you're breaking, you're breaking my, my circuit heart. board gonky please circuit you're breaking my circuit board no. <laughs> I, I just i know uh, um although here's the other thing about like the whole grease kidnapping scene um I can't get over my first playthrough I didn't pick up it was even Grease's fault 
So I was just like, I guess Cal just got fucking taken off this planet. And the, also, nothing brought me more joy in those game in that game than when you like you'd walk in somewhere and the bounty door to be like, end of the line, and I would just sprint away from them. I, <laughs> and they would just yeah. stay in that in that little room, and I was like, okay, bye. I guess there were a lot of moments in that game where I was like, I don't really know what to do about this, so I'm just gonna run. Which is the reason why when that Darth Vader scene happened, I was set because I've like I've been running away from things this whole game. The only thing that I really wish like from a gameplay standpoint with Fallen Order is that your skill tree was finished before like the last mission of the game. Um, because it's when you finally upgrade like everything, it's so fun and the combat's so much fun, but you get it for such a limited time, um, which I think is fine, but I would like to see like, uh, they are developing a Fallen Order too. Um, that has been confirmed. And they did say like the Fallen Order, like. I don't remember exactly what it was like the Fallen Order series or the Fallen Order franchise, I think. So they're making like, if not one sequel, perhaps two. But I do think it's like in the next one, hopefully we'll get to see a bit more of like your end game stats earlier on. I also, the other thing is um, I would have liked the final mission to be at least replayable. Um, It's one of my biggest pet peeves in a game when they're like, this is the last mission and then you do it and they're like, okay, that's it. You're done now. Um, because that level is honestly so much fun. And I dreaded going into it on my second and third playthroughs. Cause I was like, wait, I like this part and I only get to do it one time. And that makes me upset. Uh, also, this is the only star Wars, anything where I bought the concept that Vader was like a formidable opponent because except for in like the hall, this in the hallway scene of rogue one, I like, I fucking shit myself. Like literally Trilla's like, oh fuck, something's behind me. And then Vader just falls from the fucking ceiling and kills her. And I was like, this is fucking it, I guess. Especially considering that whole scene, no matter what difficulty you have it set as, Trilla does beat your ass a lot. Like that, the fight with Trilla- Trilla longest out of any fight in this fucking game. Yeah, like that and like- I I was like, please like, just let me die. Yeah, I was like- I thought the Terran Malakos fight was hard because that fight was like, that fight was so annoying. Like I generally do love this I game. That, man. <laughs> that fight. I hate that man. I'm also like, girl, just shut up. Like every time he'd open his mouth, I'm like, I don't care what you have to say. Like you are so stupid. Get out. But like that fight was really annoying, but God, Trilla, I'm like, girl, you are so powerful and so sexy, but I need you to to like, can you calm down? And then Vader kills her. I'm like, die and say, calm down that much. Like, (laughs) no, (laughs) but no Vader. I truly was like, I feel like, yeah. Like the rogue one hallway scene was bad. I almost want to also call like, like the scene where Vader shows up in rebels for the first time. And they're like, like Ezra and Kanan can both like feel his nasty vibes. Like from like before he even enters their vision. They don't yeah. even feel him. They're just, they just like smell the air and they're like, something smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, mm, Lord Vader, have you doodooed your pants again? Please, and he's like, no. I... <sighs> yes, my emperor. <laughs> I can't deal with this. The thing I wanted to say was <laughs> the Terran Malikos fight. Uh, I think it actually did take me the longest to beat that one. Uh, that said, he has an attack that I think is the funniest thing in the entire game. <laughs> and it's the one where he just 
relentlessly flails at you uninterrupted for like five hits in a row. The idea that Marin's just standing there like, dang, is this what you guys used to do? This is how, like, this is how all the Night Sisters Literally. got killed. This seems also, stupid. Also, Marin like shows up halfway through the fight and is like, like she does things, but I'm like, Bestie, why can't you do this every time I hit it? I like land a blow on this man. And he's like, okay, I'm nominating him for greasiest Star Wars character. He yeah, is like, gross to look at. No, you know he smells. I often like, you know, call Palpatine and like other like older like gentleman characters like crusty old men, but like Taryn Malikos literally is a crusty old man. Really crusty. No, what I would not give to like see that man like i wonder what he looked like when he was a jedi like did he like did he shower then was he always this crusty like i imagine talk about like you can send someone via their smell when cal walked up and he was pretending to be this silly little old man traveler cal should have known something was wrong purely based on the smell alone like maybe cal's too accepting I, I will say on the subject of dathomir um no gaming uh mechanic frustrates me more than character has fallen from a high place and you must now spend grueling hours getting back up to that high place i'm not kidding uh i like hated the death intersection so not 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 the overworld but like just the the sheer amount of effort you have to put in to get essentially to one platform i was like why are we here I and it was slimy and bad and everything's poisonous and by the end of it I was just so ready to like give up I was like I'm putting this fucking game down yeah and then that giant fucking bat fucking attacks you and I was like after like you know being on Kashyyyk and coming here I'm so sad I miss my bestie the Shio bird please come back I don't like this being fucking bad that said um I do believe in animals' rights, uh, but not the animals on Kashyyyk, they can choke. Uh, There were spiders and slugs and bugs that were also on fire. Like the bird, I would kill for. But all of the other animals, and and they did like fucking damage. Those slugs would like bat you across with their head and Cal would be like, that's half my fucking life right there. Cal is just like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I realized maybe they're big bugs because the seal bird is a big bird, so it needs to eat big bugs. And much like Texas, everything's bigger on Kashyyyk. Um, <laughs> Even the Wookiees are really big, to be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, like, Wookiees, I think it'd be very funny. They're, like, just, like, mouse size compared to, like, some other giant race that's on Kashyyyk of, like, humans. <laughs> but they're just really <laughs> large. Like the idea of the Shio bird just being a normal sized bird. The Shio bird is like someone's parakeet and they're like, mm, Jimmy's really getting up there in the age years, but he <laughs> fell on some sharp the other day and then pulled it out like a good one. <laughs> on the subject of Wookiees, um, we do need to talk about Fallen Order's fur textures. <laughs> Yeah, because they're fucking bad. Look, here's my thing: fallen, <laughs> fallen order Wookies versus Rebels Wookies fight. Um, honestly, like Darth that's Paul. Oh no, we. He's I can't. very shiny. Jared Paul, a good thing. Listen, Jared Paul, my friend of me. Here's he my. <laughs> he, leave Jared Paul's mange alone. Listen. 
that's my theory is that Jaro Dupal just had mange and because he was at the Jedi temple and um, Lassan did not participate in the Clone Wars, Jaro Dupal just couldn't go there to get his special shampoo to cure his mange. So they did shave him. And he was like, that's fine. This is who I am now. Um, but who I have- they? They Who held down Jaro Dupal and shaved him? Yoda and Mace Windu, I guess. Yeah. Plo Koon probably helped. I mean, here's, but here's my pitch. I have two very quick ways you could make Jaro Tapal like infinitely better. One, hairier. Give him actual fur because he did look like a naked mole rat. Two, make his eyes a solid color because every Lissat we have seen, um, all of which are in Rebels, do have their eyes being like a solid color with like pinprick pupils. Make Jaro Tapal's eyes like that. Fixed. You're done. I got you covered. You don't even have to add like realistic, good looking fur. You just need to like put some texture on there. He's shiny, like, like, like a baby's ass. Like he is just absolutely like pristine. I'm like, sir, no, you know, I, I said before, I was like, I know I have to talk about Jaro to Paul because that's what my fans want from me. They want me to talk about the Lass- the Lassat situation because every time I talk about Zeb on TikTok, people comment, well, I'm scared to see him in live action because what if he looks like Jaro Paul?" And I'm like, just stop, please. I can't keep doing this. Anyway. I've, I've made a horrifying realization. Uh, you, This might not even go in the pod, but like I'm going to make these memes for Twitter. Um, the fur texture in Fallen Order is identical to the fur texture of uh, Beasts in Bloodborne. Like they are the same, and that oh, you're so right horrifies me. I would also like to say, and this will be uh, probably like two. I think my last like two things in Fallen Order, and then we can move on to a different uh, game because I want to talk Lego games. They're very fun. Um, one, I know that I, I say that I'm attracted to men, but I'm straight for Trilla, and I could fix her. Uh, and Marin, I don't need to fix her, but I am straight for Marin. Marin is. Like, she's just so interesting and beautiful, and I feel like I could talk to her. Anyway, moving on. Um, The other thing is, I understand that Star Wars is not good with names. And I'm not saying it's out of the question that the species Zepho named their entire planet Zepho, but I'd like you to ponder the question of us naming Earth human, and I just don't like it, because here's my thing. Okay, but what about Earth and and Earthlings? I mean, that's kind (laughs) of... Similar. We made up the word Earthlings after naming the planet. That is true. Infinitely funnier concept. They name their planet Zepho and then they're like, hey guys, that's kind of a great name. We should just use it for our species. (laughs) Alternatively, I would just like to suggest that Eno Cordova just went to that planet and was like, I don't need to learn how to read all these words. I'm sure it's fine. And just never learned that the planet is not named Zepho. Not colonizer, you know, Cordova. I mean, I do feel like he would own a t-shirt though that says like, leave only footprints, take only memories. Oh, oh, 100%. You know, he got one for, you know, he got one for Seer and she was like, wow, thank you. Um, I would also like to propose, speaking of Eno Cordova, um, I would like to propose the Comac Vitus to Sir Junda um, lineage. I believe that one came from uh, Lil, who is uh, at crime underscore Lord underscore Amidala on TikTok. Um, But yeah, I do think about that a lot. Um, I did also just very quickly 
want to talk about before we move on. Um, Dathomir is probably one of my least favorite levels, but the story there is so good. Um, Marin is like just one of the best characters ever. I'm obsessed with her. She really does like the conversation she has with Cal is something like when they first are kind of like agreeing to work together is a conversation I wish happened in so many other, not only pieces of like Star Wars where people say like, hey, I know we have our disagreements, not to be like, oh, there's whatever, but like we need to reason why we can rationalize doing X, Y, Z and how we can relate to other people and how trauma affects, you know, how you can, how you can trust. I would love to see conversations like that more often in Star Wars, but in like literally every other piece of media that deals with trauma in any capacity. That line from her where she's like, Night Sisters and Jedi don't normally travel together, but survivors, like just that's up there with like some of my absolute favorite Star Wars quotations or just like honestly media quotations of all time because it's such a powerful sentiment and it came out of nowhere. Like she said that and I was like, no, wait a minute pause the fucking game like I I just I loved that scene and I would I need more of that that Um, scene did make me emotional I was just like oh my god you two are so great Marion I love you yeah also my um final like thoughts about Fallen Order before we move on yeah like uh I did enjoy the epic Saw Gerrera moment too where he's like hey here I am I'm on Kashyyyk hi and Cal Kestis is just like oh hi I'm I'm Cal he's like hi I'm Saw Gerrera. <laughs> I do have like one kind of thing of beef with the way that they talk about Saw in that game. Um, and I won't get too yeah. into it because I think it's well established, um, at least in the RuPalp's pod race lore, that things that have Saw Gerrera in them tend to handle them not great. Um, because from the beginning, when they meet Saw, and their whole thing is they're kind of like trying to find allies and that's why they're there. They're trying to talk to Tarful. And Seer is immediately like, why careful, Cal, like everyone doesn't have the same agenda as we do. And I'm like, okay, assuming that I'm a deep Lord, like Star Wars fan, and I know who Saw Gerrera is, that line might, you know, I can see how you rationalize that. But Saw Gerrera at that point, the partisans were like an ex- quote unquote extremist group, ex- like fighting fascists so how extreme can you be um so that was a little you know a little weird and I'm like so like they had been a little like more extreme than the rebel alliance which was barely like non-existent at that point but they hadn't done anything to warrant Sears reaction to them like that yeah, and then in then when Saw does end up leaving Kashyyyk because he's like, yeah, this is kind of like fucked up. And I really like I'm here with you guys, but I've got like others like all of these places are depending on me. I got to go. It's like, oh, see, I told you Saw Gerrera sucks and he left. But I do like Cal being like, I like him. No, he's pretty epic. Like, screw you guys. I like him. He's cool. The thing about. Saw in this game that I sort of uh, forgot about was that whole introduction, which is made even weirder when you can like Sarah's like, I don't know if they have our agenda, and I'm like, and what agenda is that? Sarah Saw's mission to free Wookiee slaves from a fucking factory <laughs> is that what we have a problem with on the Mantis? Is that the issue we have? <laughs> Not neo neo lib Sierra Junta. <laughs> 
No, I, I don't mean that. I do believe that Seer is very cool. Once again, that just falls into that same sort of issue because the same thing happens in Rebels when Hera and Kanan are like, you know, it's good as Rose. You know, Saw Gerrera is kind of a bad guy. So, but you know, he's, he's not the Empire and he's fighting with it. And I'm like, these two realistically would never say that. I know that Disney's just saying, hey, careful, we can't agree too much with the radical. Um, I know there's more to it than that, but not really. Um, but no, I... That being said, I do really like Sakurera in this game. I think it's really cool to see him like in his prime doing his thing. Like I just that was very charming and very exciting. And it was cool to see him be like, this is my bestie, Tarful. Um, and also like seeing the partisans too. Like all of the side quests in this game are like really interesting and all of, like the little lore pieces. Like there's a person who's like getting their child away from like bad things, and then they go and join the partisans, and it's just I just love Fallen Order. Like it has so many cool little little flavor, like text, but you don't need to read that to enjoy the story. It's just very, very good. I had um this is not about Fallen Order. I just looked at my notes uh and I forgot to mention the best thing about the original Force Unleashed game is actually not the best, but one of the funniest. Unfortunately, it does contain Shock T's third consecutive death scene. Uh I just wanted to like put that into the world. Oh, Shakti, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. I must ask. Shakti, my favorite milf. Is that the one where she has the very skimpy, weird little outfit? I don't even know if I would stoop to call it an outfit so much as I would like a line of fabric down her body. It's I, I'm like he would never wear this. Like it's. I mean, to quote like Jane Lynch, I believe said this. Like as a feminist, I am disgusted, but as a lesbian. I am very enticed. Um, I do hate that outfit and I hate the objectification of women, but like normally outfits like that, I'm like, ew, that's so gross. But I'm like, mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. No. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the Lego Star Wars games. Um, the I don't have much to say about Lego games. They're fun. Uh, I think the best part about them is that up until very recently they contained zero voice acting so they had the funniest death scenes in all of star wars not just because of like yoda's death rattle but like qui-gon's death in the lego in the first lego game he just like lays his head back and then his eyes change to x's and they're like well he's dead now uh r.i.p <laughs> that was so good the other oh. part like one of the other deaths it's not really a death because here's the thing when they die, they do explode into a million pieces, but there is a scene where Grievous does, like, bitch slap Cody across the, like, across the stage, and it does seem like he passed away. I believe he did live because he did not explode into a million pieces, but it was very funny. So true, bestie. Uh, the other, the other important Lego thing I want to bring up is why does Lego Darth Maul simply not find his legs and put them back on? <laughs> Not that being decanonizing. Um, oh my god! Decanonizing everything after the Phantom Menace. That's oh my extremely god. funny. Okay, there's also the Lego. There is a Lego Clone Wars game uh, that I did play as a child. It was on the Wii. That's where I played it anyway. Um, I think, and the I think the funniest thing about both of those games is that in Lego Star Wars, you can unlock the Force Ghost as characters but none of the enemies in the game react to force ghosts, but the ghosts can still kill people. So you can just walk through a level and murder everyone and nobody reacts the entire time. That's so funny. 
I also just love their little uh, their little chompy claws. Their hands are really funny to watch do things on screen. Yeah, the Lego games have such a charm. Like, I remember probably one of the more recent Lego games I've played um, was uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Um, that game is so good. Like, I love The Force Awakens. That game is just, it's it's everything. It's like, it has all the great parts. It m- makes me not get like genuinely scared at Kylo Ren's weird, like little fun temper tantrum. Like I did, like, I feel like that game enhanced my enjoyment of the movie. And that's why I'm excited for the Lego Skywalker saga. Um, Cause I do think like it is going to enhance my enjoyment of like all of the Star Wars movies, just cause like, obviously I love them, but like having seeing something that is like officially licensed poke fun at itself is just so refreshing and that's like lego games always do that but i'm just i'm so looking forward to this like yeah the the one concept i want the lego games to canonize is that every single planet has been built with small vents specifically for tiny characters to be able to crawl through to complete puzzles <laughs> because I don't know why that's extremely funny to me but like when you would play a Lego game on free play my brother and I would have to make sure that we had like one of the tiny boys in case there was a vent we wanted to go through during the game <laughs> oh my god wait they vented like in a moment. Oh my god, sus. Oh my god. <laughs> order si- execute order 60 sus. Can um, I bring up a fun uh Republic Commandos? Yes. I totally forgot about Republic Commandos. <laughs> I would love to talk love to talk about that, but I've not played it for eight, eight years. Please. I didn't actually play it. I just watched my friend play it, like you know, uh over the course of when we were also watching the Bad Batch, because I'm pretty sure don't don't quote me on this. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure, like, the Bad Batch are kind of based off of the the Delta Squad. They might have had some inspo there. There are, like, throwbacks to fucking Republic Commando in the Bad Batch. But a fun Republic Commando moment is... Or it's not really a fun fact because I did talk to my friend about this because I wanted to make sure that I was getting my facts right. But at first... Uh, before they decided to decanonize Republic Commandos and make it Legends, but Republic Commandos was technically the first canon appearance of Grievous. Before they, they were like, no, never mind, this is Legends. Uh, not counting the the two thousand like three or whatever Clone Wars that was by um Trick, what's his name, the guy, Tarkovsky, is that his last name? Yeah, but he uh, had a little Tartovsky. Yeah. The, the the fun Samurai Jack style Clone Wars. The 2003 Clone Wars, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> that wasn't canon, you know, even back then. And then when Republic Commando came out 2005 or whatever the heck, it, when it came out, like it was before uh, Revenge of the Sith, right? And Grievous made his first ap- appearance kind of there. <laughs> like briefly you're kind of just always kind of missing Grievous by just a little but they're like oh shit there's there's fucking General Grievous that's like Anakin god Anakin Republic Commando's handshaking meme of always just missing General Grievous (laughs) oh but I do like that uh 
the main character that you play as boss is actually voiced by Tim and <laughs> all the other clones are not voiced by Tim but it's still a fun moment it is very um, I need you to understand oh oh no I was just gonna say it is very troubling like after watching the Clone Wars because I did play Republic Commandos when the remastered version came out um it's very weird playing it after being so used to all of the clones even though D. Bradley Baker does not sound exactly like Tem, but like by a long shot, he does like imitate him and does like have an accent. It's very weird to hear the clones in um, Republic Commandos be like, come on, boss, let's go this way. And I'm yeah, like, whoa. Delta squad. <laughs> like, who's, who, who's, who raised you? I need you to understand the level to which you have given me brain worms that I was like, Bosk? Bosk is in Republic Commando. No, not Bosk. Yeah, you Bosque. actually play as play as Bosk. There are Trandoshans in Republic Commando, though. Is it Bosk? You do kill them. But... No. <laughs> they they are attacking your ship. Republic Commandos is decanonized. <laughs> um, decanonized uh, Empire Strikes Back because they did kill Bosk. Um, God, that's... Yeah. <laughs> with republic commandos the first level is like oh you know geonosis you're you're finding some droids and you're finding some geonosians and then after you're done with all your little missions there you get back on your fucking big ship i think it's i don't know i don't remember what kind of fucking ship they had but then it does get attacked by trandoshans and the trandoshans are fucking killing everyone <laughs> And so you have to kill the Trandoshans, which is really sad. And I was just like, no, because I like the Trandoshans. Sometimes um, Boss and the other like Delta Squad members have fun little comments when you like examine things. And by fun, they're kind of like messed up sometimes. <laughs> but uh, that's just like our podcast. Yeah. Uh, that's our also- ha- okay podcast Halloween costume. We just go as Delta Squad. There's four of them, though, and there's five of us. So. Well, it's okay. Um, Mel will just sit on my shoulders and we'll be boss because you don't really, you know, most of the game, you're it's from their perspective, so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, it will just be boss's helmet, but the, we're also wearing it. Also, if he was wearing a very long trench coat. Yeah, the, the four Delta Squad members, boss, fixer, Sev, and Scorch, which... You know, we did have fun little, like, is that Scorch moment in the Bad Batch. Yeah. I still don't know if it was him. It's so weird because half of the places we've seen have been like, oh, it was an homage to him. And then half of the places are like, it was him. I believe it was his armor. Like, officially it's an homage? Question mark? (laughs) I would like to believe that he was just chilling out there. Like, that that was some clone that saw his armor and was like, wow, that's cool. He's just, he's like somewhere else in the facility and he's like, why the fuck does that guy look like me? (laughs) It's, I believe it was him because, yeah, at the end of the Republic Commando game, uh, your bestie Scorch, who is my, not, yeah, Scorch, who is, you know, is that him or not? His bestie, Sev, who is my favorite of the Delta Squad crew, does get, like, killed, taken away. And Scorch is just like, we gotta go back. We can't just fucking leave Sev. And goddamn Yoda, it's so hard to defend you sometimes. But Yoda's just like, no. (laughs) Hmm. Well, you know what? That's my, like, 
thank goodness that was decanonized. I would hate to have a reason not to like Yoda. <laughs> um, then, yeah, but that yeah. like canonically, I guess it's not canon, but like in that timeline of the Republic yeah, oh, Commando yeah, yeah. stuff, yeah, Scorch is like, fuck yeah. the Jedi. <laughs> I am gonna side with the fucking Empire because I was not able to like yeah. go save my my bestie Sev because yeah. of the <laughs> Because that was before, like, all of, like, like the chip storyline had been connected, of- but it's very funny. The idea of, like, I do like the idea of watching um, Revenge of the Sith. And obviously, like, if you saw it in theaters, you saw it before Clone Wars, and, like, the chips weren't a thing. And you're like, dang, they all just were like, anyway, fuck the Jedi, right? <laughs> like, it's just very funny to watch and be like, dang, that was weird. Anyway. Tarful also is in in fucking Republic Commando because they the final level of Republic Commando is on Kashyyyk and they do have to yeah. rescue Tarful and I'm just like Tarful you're fucking huge Tarful, <laughs> just like, imagine POV you are boss and you have to look up at fucking Tarful Tarful really is like in everything like Tarful's in in Fallen Order. He's in Republic Commandos. He's alive during the High Republic. What hasn't that man seen? There's like interviews of of Tenmore Morrison, like you know, talking about Republic Commando and working on that. And it's fun because him being like, "Yeah, I like get to be in the Star Wars and then also video games." But there's also like this weird music video for Republic Commando that is like early 2000s like kind of rock thing and it it is it does make me feel insane so if any of you ever go look up the Republic Commando like music video for like the the main kind of ending credits like theme song it's it's really funny so we also do just want to kind of touch on some future releases that are coming out in the game in the world of gamers um I think the big one that everyone's anticipating that everyone's been losing their minds over is the Skywalker saga, which is coming out. So I've heard, um, I'm very excited for that. As we have all expressed Lego star Wars is very, very good. I'm excited to hear that new HD Yoda death rattle. Um, also the trailer just looks really interesting. Like I really do think, I know I already kind of talked about it, but I really do think it's going to renew like a lot of my appreciation and love for like the Star Wars movies because seeing almost like a parody of itself, like like making a parody of itself is just very powerful to me. I do hope that they keep Yoda's death sounds. Um, it would really disappoint me if they change them, but I want to hear him like yell and scream and also die when he falls off of a cliff. <laughs> Wow, okay. Yoda just goes, hmm. Actually, uh, they, they change his death sound and said that it's going to hit, like, he falls off, and then there's an extended clip of him being, like, nasty little toes have no! I died for making a clap on Instagram. I did. <laughs> that up, plays have every fucked. time he dies. Yeah. Hmm, up, I have fucked. <laughs> nasty little toes I have died from making it clap on instagram i did Mm. 
I can't deal with that. I've created a monster. Would Yoda body the Met Gala? Yes or no? That man has been wearing a dirty sheet for the last 800 years. Yeah, do you see him in the fucking High Republic Adventures comics? He's still wearing the same outfit. Yeah, he's literally look, wearing look, like a- listen, listen. The theme <laughs> last night, the theme last night was American fashion. Wearing a dirty pillowcase is on theme. His one so one year he's on theme you know he wears the same outfit to the met gala every year the jedi met gala i'm scared um the other games that are coming out i know um there's just a trailer drop today for star wars hunters um which is something that we don't know that much about it is an arena game it looks cool but it is for mobile and switch um which is very interesting to me, um, just because I wonder what kind of processing power it's going to have, if it's going to be able to like actually run on mobile or if it's just going to be like, it's also on mobile, but don't try to don't try to play it when your phone's not plugged in. Um, but that I did. Um, the Star Wars Hunters trailers is, is only funny to me because it, it introduces the concept of a Mandalorian whose name is Aaron, which is just the funniest name for a Star Wars. Like, this is my Star Wars OC Jack or Sam. <laughs> like that's the image. This is my this is my Star Wars Sith OC and her name is Kelly. Like that's the vibe I was getting. Yeah, I do like it does seem like Star Wars WWE, which is very powerful to me. Um because I would definitely recommend go watch the trailer really quick. It's pretty short. It's pretty fun. Um it does introduce the concept too of like a force sensitive droid. But that also might have been for the show, because what I do think is very funny is like if this is the Star Wars like WWE equivalent, they're just like making stuff up and it's not really accurate and all the they're all just like actors who are very physically fit and can do really cool jumps and stuff. Um, I think that that would be very cool. I'm really excited to see what this game, what the deal is with it and see the characters more. I, I do love the idea of a force sensitive droid, but what I love even more is a droid with a script and also a lightsaber. Like they just hand him a lightsaber and they're like, go up to Catherine over there and like call her a Sith. And he's like, all right, cool. As long as I get paid. That's <laughs> so fair. That's so valid. You know, and you do it too for a check. Um, The other thing two that is getting made so there's two other projects that we know are like in development but we know basically nothing about one is fallen order two or any other like sequel type the uh, game to fallen order i don't know if it's going to be called fallen order two um but there's also a ubisoft ubisoft whatever uh is working on an open world game we know like literally nothing about it except for the fact that it is being worked on so that's exciting um i can't wait for that and then the roof helps padres house all play it and kill each other oh my god I, yeah we we form a guild and start being like toxic gamers <laughs> um, what I, are we if not a group of toxic gamers yeah that's true that's why that's that's why mel and claudia aren't here because they are not toxic gamers but we the three of us there's also a kotor remake um, and at first I thought it was just like a remaster, but no, they're actually like remaking it, which is crazy. Cause I think a lot of people, the big question is like, is it going to be canon or not? 
which I'm very interested in. Um, I think it would be really cool to see, like, because for those of you who might not know, um, that is the game that Darth Revan is from. And when Dave Filoni created um, Revan and Mara Jade, Callus Aurelios, he did base Revan's name off of the character from Legends, like Darth Revan. So I'd be really interested to see how they um, how they handle that when they make the new KOTOR. Yeah. Because obviously, really yeah. obviously we don't want Zeb and Callus's poor son to be named after a Sith Lord. So yeah, absolutely. Um, that would just be really unfortunate. But I do think like this does play into my theory that Revan is just like, um culturally appropriating Lasan names so Revan is like a is a very de- like a common name on Lasan very common on Lasan and Revan at one point went there and was like I like that name I'm making that my Sith name the idea or, um, that Revan's like Sith name is the Lasat equivalent of like Kyle is extremely it- funny to me <laughs> I also if, if we bring that up of, of it's just a, a popular Lasan name and Revan liked it that Revan furry confirmed <laughs> not a clickbait I, I don't know Who, who's to say I the other thing about like um I mean the non-canonical version of Revan from the original KOTOR uh, I think what's funny about him is everybody's like he's the coolest character in Star Wars and then like he is literally a premiered OC like you're you're just making choices for him he has no actual like story he's just a guy who you happen to play as um which I find funny because people are so defensive of like the Revan character and I'm like who is that I would like to propose that Darth Treya is a MILF, though, and that's all I have to say on that game. I do have a question. Because Revan is, like, you can make Revan, can you not, like, decide what Revan's gender is? Yes, as someone who's played, like, an hour's worth of KOTOR now, and the hour's worth was uh, me playing Sabak. For at least 30 minutes and losing every single time <laughs> but um gay people moment you can choose uh revan's gender in the beginning or it's just like are you professor oak from pokemon are you a boy or are you a girl oh my god uh, when i was making my character i was like i am neither and my friends were just like eh, just choose whatever you're feeling then <laughs> i was just like i guess i would like revan to be a girl i have decided so sorry, but Revan is non-binary. Congratulations, Darth Revan, on being Disney's first non-binary character, as long as you ignore all of the other ones. I was gonna be like, what about the fucking the the trash monster? Yeah, the Dianoga from from uh <laughs> from the Bad Batch as well as um A New Hope. A New Hope. Yeah, so sorry to Tarek and Sarah and Cantum Psy. We are now canonizing Darth Revan as Disney's first non-binary character. Dun, 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 dun,
this is a new segment that I would like to introduce called is it battlefront 2 or did I just make it up so (laughs) (laughs) I am the only one here who has played the campaign of battlefront 2 um I believe I'm the only host on the pod who knows anything about it except for Claudia who did read Inferno Squad but did not play the game I've watched you play you watch me play the multiplayer um which is very fun I I love Battlefront 2 but I am specifically talking about the story like the the Uh, plot the Inferno Squad campaign that is a I know I know about this game I know that there's a character named I believe it's Aiden Versio. I don't know if that's their name, though. You are you are correct. That's it. That's all I know about this, actually. I know nothing. Yeah, that's all I know, too, is wow. that Aiden Versio's from this game. Well, let's get into it, because I know a lot about this game. Um, I've played it a lot. I love it very dearly. Let's get into it. I have four for you today. So if you guys, if someone could please keep track of scores, I would really appreciate it. Jess, thank you. Yeah. All right, we ready. In Star Wars Battlefront 2, Del Miko, a member of Inferno Squad, is saved from monsters by Luke Skywalker. Uh, Inferno Squad is a um, Empire like elite squad. When Miko asks Luke why he helped an Imperial, Luke said, because you asked. Okay, so my first question is, like, is the first half of that just like an actual, like, like, is the question, did Luke save this Imperial character? Or is the question, did Luke say because you asked when the Imperial was like, hey, what the fuck? That's up for you to decide. I can't tell you that. That violates the premise of the game. I don't like that very much. What do you think? Wait, say it again. I'm, I'm trying to process. Sure. In Star Wars Battlefront 2, Del Miko, a member of Inferno Squad, is saved from monsters by Luke Skywalker. When Miko asks Luke why he helped an Imperial, Luke said, because you asked. I feel like Luke is just gay enough to have that response to this question, but I don't know the logistics of Luke, like, being a like when is this happening timeline wise when is inferno squad even running around so inferno squad takes place between the battle of endor and uh the battle of jakku so after after palpatine dies but before the war is officially over so, so the luke is actually like a jedi at this point then yeah this cool. is post uh post return of the jedi okay i want to believe this happened my instincts in these games are normally like impossibly bad uh, but I want to believe this is true, so I'm going to say it did happen because I think it's funnier that way. I feel like Luke would definitely say something like this. I don't know. He just has those vibes. Is is it because he's gay? Probably, but uh, yeah, I'm going to also say that this happened. You guys are both correct. This did <gasps> happen. Del Mico, um did get, like, ambushed by some weird bug monsters on a planet um and luke skywalker did show up and say it's okay bestie i'll help you and he was like but i'm an imperial and he said yeah but you seem pretty cool i I actually like i joke about it that is actually probably like one of my favorite luke skywalker moments it's really cool 
it's really like shows what kind of Jedi he was and what he thought the galaxy should be. Like, it's a really interesting, cool scene. Um, Yeah, I just think it's nice. I love that. I didn't actually expect myself to be right about that, but I do love that it happened. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad my instincts about Luke are correct. Okay, you guys ready for number two? When Inferno Squad defected from the Empire, one of its members, Hask, stayed behind. Hask and Iden Versio were the closest things each other had to friends growing up, but Hask had a no-friends-only-assets policy. He was replaced by Shriv Sergov when they entered the Rebel Alliance, or when Inferno Squad entered Rebel Alliance service. Okay, that just sounds like a, like a plot point that would be in a Star Wars. But because the last one was true, are any of these a D&D character that you made up? <laughs> I should also add that Shriv is a Duros. So it is, this squad is two humans and just a fun Duros guy just hanging out. My favorite Duros character is definitely Thrawn. Uh, I think that he <laughs> is very interesting. Oh my God, you're a fake fan. Thrawn is a Pantoran. His eyes are just like that. Um, I okay. The whole no friends only assets thing sounds really on brand for an imperial who also stays behind in the empire. But I, I okay. Hmm, this is a saw trap of a question. I feel like it's true, but because I think it's true, I feel like it should be false. But I feel like it's true. Jess, I'm going to make you answer before I do, and then I'm going to let you peer pressure me into finding out what the truth is. Like, I know Shriv does exist. Like, because I remember you talking about this Duros before. I do love Shriv. Yeah, the question now is, is the rest of this true? Because I cannot fucking remember, and I don't know shit about this game. So, hmm... Like so, it's like Iden Versio and who who else? Who else was the other person in Inferno Squad? It's Iden Versio and Del Miko, who is another member of Inferno Squad. You know what? I'm just gonna say true. I think it's true. Why not? Okay, because Jess said it was true, and I'm letting them peer pressure me. I am also gonna say that it was true. So it is true. You guys are doing really oh well. Oh my god. Um, So Hask having a no friends only assets policy is from the Inferno Squad book. It is in like the first like three chapters where he basically is like, yeah, I was raised to my parents died when I was young and I was raised in the empire only to believe that there were assets and no friends. And I'm like, that seems really intense. Like, I know that the empire is bad, but this man does seem particularly toxic. I was about to say, I'm like, listen... Finn grew up in like the empire adjacent and he thinks friends are a cool and fun thing to have. So like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? No, this dude's also just like a freak. Like I hate this man. Um, He's like a central character in Inferno Squad, like in the book. And every time it's from his POV, I'm like, please, I'm begging you to just leave me alone. Um, The other thing too, fun fact about Shriv, who is an icon, um, I'm begging you all to start standing him. He is besties with Lando. Um, and they do, you do have a mission where you play as uh, Lando and you and Shriver just like on a mission together. And I'm like, are they 
flirting right gay? now? I mean, I think they are. I am a, I am a Shrivdo truther. Um, but he also does have a mission where he, like, it, there's a comic where Shriv, Lando, Nine Nub, and Chewbacca go on a mission together. That's Nine such Nub. a powerful squad. Yeah, they go undercover as racers. Where is oh the movie God. about this? Truly. Um, anyway, I still have two more. At the end of the main campaign, Dell and Aiden kiss and enter a relationship. In the free DLC, Resurrection, which takes place 29 years later, Dell was interrogated by Kylo Ren for information on where Lor Santeca took the map to Luke Skywalker. Afterwards, he was confronted and killed by Hask. Okay, the mention of uh, Santecas and paths is making <laughs> me feel absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sar basically what's really tripping me up is um were there lesbians involved in this story or am i forgetting the gender of two of the characters i dell is a man technically <laughs> and Aiden is a woman wig okay um but we'll get to that i actually do have something to say about that short an addendum when we're done with this segment Okay, so and they so they got in a couple and then Kyle Ron causes problems and then Dell Computer gets murdered by this other problematic heterosexual. Correct. Who did die at the beginning, at the end of the last game. Not the last game, but at the end of the main campaign, because this is a DLC. I feel insane. Wait, yeah, but he, he lived. Died? So he died. You so he dies. But then he's like, I didn't die. <laughs> I know neither of you have seen Drag Race, but there is a moment that is very spiritually close to what you're describing. <laughs> There's a challenge in season seven called Death Becomes Her, where they're supposed to make like, like death-themed runway looks. And Kennedy Davenport, bless her heart, makes a look that, like she looks like a chicken, basically. And her story is she was like, after a long night of hooking, Trey didn't like the session and he had gutted me. But you know, I didn't die. I crystallized and now I'm a glamazon bitch ready for the runway. What the fuck? It just sounds like what this man did. Um, okay, I'm gonna say this is false. There are just too many like small weird bits about it. I'll be thrilled if it's true, but it just feels like spiritually wrong to me. Yeah, that it but would be real with Kylo Ren and a Santeca. I'm just there's like red flags going off, but I'm. It's the, it's the use I of the word know. the path to Luke Skywalker that's so like viscerally <laughs> upsetting to me. Uh, I. Like, could it also be like a thing where like Ollie just changed one small fact and then it actually all is true? I'm just like, am I being thronged right now? What's uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna three for three think it's true. I have good news for you, Jess. It is true. Are <laughs> you kidding me? I actually copied that directly from Del Nico's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Oh, shit. 
Um, so the use of the words the path and the santecas in the same sentence is not from me. That is from Wikipedia themselves. And this came out before the higher public, right? Yes. I feel wow. insane right the now. Higher Republic Lorsanteca's in the Force no, Awakens. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, I know, I know this. It's just the specific the path thing that makes me viscerally. I, I feel like Martian. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm like the path. We no, have to talk about the path. the path. POV Martian Roe saves Del Mico because he's also looking for Lorsanteca. The concept of Mark running around at the same time as Kylo Ren is so funny to me because I feel like Kylo would pull up and be like, I have a very cool helmet. And Mark is like, you're nothing to me. I- okay. The way that like, we, we literally talk about Marcion did... and Kylo Ren meeting. We literally did talk about that in Rogue One, in the last Rogue Ones. <laughs> I have one more for you all today. In Star Wars Battlefront 2, Del and Aiden have a daughter named Zay Versio. When her parents both died, she worked with Shriv to rally support for the resistance. She did fight in the Battle of Exegol. Okay. So I want to, I mean, I'm inclined to say true, mostly because who wasn't in the Battle of Exegol? (laughs) That's... It's like that thing where, like, you take a picture of the Earth and you're like, I hope everybody smiled. Like, you're in the photo. Like, that's kind of how I feel about that entire sequence. So, like, I, I, okay. My last instinct was to say false because I felt insane, and I feel insane now. And so, I'm going to say that it's true. Like, I don't want to say that it's true because it's just like they can't all be true, right? But then maybe they are. They all are true. Because Ollie's just like, I just want to share these fun facts about Battlefront 2. So actually, yeah, I'm going to go four for four. It's true. And you'd be right. Um, Zay Versio (laughs) was at the Battle of Exegol. Um, Her mom did get shot. She was a total MILF. Aiden Versio, um, please call me. Uh, So sorry that Del died. Um, and I'm so sorry also that you died, but if you feel like coming back to life, <laughs> please give me a call. Um, there is one other thing I did want to share. This is not a question, um, or this is not like a challenge, but it is a QA and a um, that came from our TikTok from, I think it is pronounced A-D-Y, 80, 80, 80, three times in a row. In between the Book of Boba Fett and the Bad Batch, I'd love to hear y'all's takes on any games. They mentioned Fallen Order and Cal. But they did also mention how Aiden should have been a lesbian. And I agree 100%. Um, Aiden Versio absolutely has that vibe. And my solution to that is Del Mico, non-binary, he, him, lesbian. I rest my case. Thank you for playing my little game. Is it Star Wars Battlefront 2 or did I just make it up? I... I do like that. And I do agree that like Aiden Versio, even though I know nothing about her except for what Ollie has told me, does have like like lesbian or sapphic vibes. She would have like embodied that. And um also the score, I did win by one point against Noah. And so proving <laughs> proving again that I am just very good at these kind of like, did I just make it up games? <laughs> 
I would like to say that I'm a very simple man. I hear about a female character and I go, she'd be a lesbian. Uh, and that's all there is to it for me. So you don't need to convince me. Uh, <laughs> all you had to do was introduce these two characters. And I was like, yeah, you're so right, Bestie. So we are now entering our final segment, everyone's favorite segment. And we haven't done this. We don't usually do this in Rogue Ones, but we are going to do it today because I think I want to take this unique opportunity in which all of us know about certain video game characters to incorporate them where I wouldn't normally. So... In Name That Ship, one of our hosts will bring a fan fiction to the table and read the tags, the title, the description, and have the other hosts try to guess who the ship is. I have two today. The first one is, uh, I think you guys might get this pretty quick because it is one that um, I know you guys know about, but I just wanna bring it to the table. Um, there's a lot of characters in this. So it is for general audiences. I'm not going to read the title because you'll know exactly what it is. It is character A slash character B. The other relationships include Bail Organa and Ahsoka Tano as besties. Mithron Yoroto slash Eli Vanto. Another ship I'm not going to name because it'll give it away. Aralani and Thrawn, Cody and Ahsoka Tano, Cody slash Obi-Wan, Bail slash Brea Organa, Obi-Wan Kenobi slash Bail Organa. <laughs> um, characters, character A, character B, Omega, Chiri, Thrawn, Eli Vanto, Bail Organa, Leia Organa, Seventh Sister, Anakin Skywalker, Cody, Cal Kestis, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Shia LaCoyne, Harrison Dula, Kanan Jarrus, Karen Farrow, Aralani, Brea Organa, Caden Larty, Varys Afi, Grand Inquisitor, Simacro, Thalius, Quinlan Vos, Maz Kanata. The additional tags are Enemies to Lovers, Jedi as Found Family, Rebellion Era, Alternate Universe, Canon Divergence, Canon Typical Violence, Family Feels, Omega Needs a Hug, Bad Batch Definitely Got Rogue One, <laughs> Rare Pairings, This Might Be Really Long, <laughs> Lesbian Hunter Bad Batch. Character A, I will go down with this ship. Or character A lives. I will go down with this ship. How do I tag? Enemies to love, enemies to friends to lovers. Omega ages normally. Some macro chitty appreciation week 2021. 11 BBY. This was supposed to be a ship name story, but now it's simply a Star Wars story. <laughs> I feel completely insane. Is one of the characters Trilla? Yes. Is the other this is Trilla and Ahsoka? It is, it is Trilla and Ahsoka. It is called <laughs> The Song of Twin Sons. It is written by uh it is written by a, a listener um and a friend of the pod uh on TikTok at Sage Sandula. It is such a good fic. I am it please, is, go, it please, is, go, please go read it. I'd like to formally apologize for my first guest being Trilla slash lesbian hunter. <laughs> Which, okay, not good, <laughs> has some flavor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Am I? Who knows? I, I need you to be kidding because the concept of Hunter and Trilla interacting in any way possible is making me feel insane. They have the same haircut. 
I feel like Trilla would teach Hunter how to like she would look at him and be like, damn, I need to teach this guy how to do emo makeup because his fucking sucks. Oh my god, the idea of Trilla seeing Hunter like on the news or something and being like, I'm jealous of his mask all tattoo. Um, but that one's great. Song of Twin Sons on AO3. I have another one. This one you probably won't get as fast because you have not heard of it. Also, wait, I'm sorry. I just want to go back to the sentence Samacro Chitty Appreciation Week 2021 because that did make my life a better place. So this is for teen and up. Relationships are basically all like just this character slash this character, this character and this character. So I'm not going to read that. Um, It is crack, but it's not like crack. Like it's crack treated seriously, Um, but I'm not, that's not a tag, but I just want to let you guys know. So the characters are character A, character B, character C, character D, Paz Vizsla, Grogu, Bo-Katan Kryze, Luke Skywalker, Leia Organa, and the daughter. <laughs> the additional tags are slice of life, crack, crack relationships, fluff and crack, mild hurt slash comfort, rare pairings, brief description of PTSD, NB Dinjarin, NB Paz Vizsla, nice, planet Mandalore. Mandalore, uh, Dinjarin, polyamory, Mandalorian culture, Mandalorian. Oh, I, Dinjarin is character. I, I'm so sorry. There's so many characters here. <laughs> um, I mean, that was my literal first guess. Of yeah. When you read all the other characters, I was like, okay, yeah. so Din is here. Mandalorian character B, Mandalorian ceremonies, secret ceremonies, Mandoa language, Bo-Katan Kreese being a jerk. <laughs> Luke has the diplomatic finesse of a bantha food metaphors, fruit insults, <laughs> poor fruit, asexual character C, character D needs a hug, character D gets a hug, literal sleeping together, sleepy cuddles. Okay. So, do, you, do, you want, do you guys want to hear the summary? I would yes. love to. Collectively, they've probably heard it all before. Being called a rotten egg or a bad Meluron was the worst of the insults that they was the worst was the least of the insults that they'd had thrown at them. Even character C can tell stories of it. It's akin to a sport sometimes. Taking note and repeating back which derogatory highlight they'd learned that day. Okay, so I, I need to pause for a moment. Because when you said fruit-related insults, I was like, oh, dur, Bo-Katan being homophobic on me. I hate you. And you were reading the description. And I was like, wait, do they mean like actual fruit that you eat? Yeah. Okay. One of the characters is Din. Yes. Is one of the characters Boba? It is. Okay. It's character so B. Okay, so Boba. Is one yeah, of the that's characters Bobatano? Yes. Wait, what? Okay. So that's Ahsoka? Three. Yes, and so it's Din, more, Boba, right? and Ahsoka. She's character D. Oh, she's it's character Fennec. D. There's character C. No, it's not Fennec. Okay, is character C, uh, like, what's their gender? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Maul. It's not Maul. Is it Cobb Van? Did you just say Fen Rao? It's not Fen Rao. It's not Cobb Van. <laughs> Is it a character from The Mandalorian? No. Okay, and it's not Luke, right? Luke is it's already not, they've been Luke in, is there, in Rebels. But it's not Luke. They have not been in Rebels. Have they been in Clone Wars? They've not been in Clone Wars. 
They've only been in one thing. What is that one thing? I'm not telling you. You have to is figure it Cassie out. Is it Cassie and Andor? Is it? Is it a movie? It's not a movie. Is it a book? It's not a book. Is it Cal Kestis? It's Cal Kestis. <laughs> Wait. Why do you think I'd bring it in the episode where we talk about video okay. games? No, Ahsoka please, is the oldest please. in this relationship, Len. I, I like that. I like that Boba and Din and Cal were like, hmm, MILF. And they just like hung out with her. Just like a few years older than them. That doesn't mean she can't be a MILF. I also want to know, is Bo-Katan the one who's doing the fruit-related insults? I don't think so. I think it's just like they just get them sometimes. Bo-Katan is the even meaner lesbian in the friend group. That's who she is. And I Um, respect her for that at this point in my life. I do also want to pitch one thing I forgot to say earlier in the podcast. I have no reason to believe this and there is no canonical basis for it. However, I do very strongly believe that Jaro Tapal would have been besties with Depa Balaba. I believe they were besties. Yeah. I believe they arranged playdates for Caleb and Cal. Concept. Concept. Right before Order 66 happens... Um, Depa and Jaro do a little Padawan swap. They're like, that could be fun. And that's why Caleb looks so white in the Pad Patch. That's how we just tell. No, oh it doesn't God. work with Fallen Order, but it just, it saves me from waiting. <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of Rogue Wins. And thanks again for sticking with us. We will have regularly scheduled episodes of RuPaul's Padre starting next week. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and you can follow us on social media at Rupalps Padres on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and wherever you catch podcasts. May the force be with you and don't crip it up. <laughs> waka waka. Waka waka. Mm, waka waka.